All right. I'm gonna talk a little quieter because my son is asleep in the back after his second day of school. Oh, guy's exhausted. But I figure I'm stuck in traffic on my way to get my little booger. And what better time than for some self-reflection? I've been hitting a barrier lately since I had that breakthrough. And it's going to be a really hard barrier to break through. I'm still confident I'm going to break it, but it's it's tough. And I think it has a lot to do with, with how I'm going to value myself. And that's how it, why it's such a big breakthrough. And why it's going to be so hard. It's because it's going to completely change how I've been seeing myself for the last... Whole, my whole life I guess so and I'm eager to see that and it scares me at the same time sort of like Stockholm Syndrome I've been growing up with this self-abusive inner voice that tells me I'm not good enough and tells me I can't do things and here's gonna be a fat guy who wishes he could be a writer and this and that and yeah you got a family and yeah you got this and yeah you got that blah 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 like constantly discounting any of my successes in my own head and I feel like I'm on the verge of losing that voice and even though I want that voice gone it's sort of like that's the only voice I've had for so long that it's gonna be hard to let it go Stockholm is why women stay with abusive men and vice versa why men stay with abusive women is I part of me has grown to believe that I deserve all that that I, I am not that good so but I feel the other side rising up on me as well the, the side that says I am good enough I am greater than all of that and I deserve way more so those two voices are battling it out right now, and it's a rough battle. I mean, you think it'd be obvious, but when it comes to being programmed in a bad way against yourself, it's a tough opponent. But so yeah, today's a, a it's a good day, but it's not a it's not on top of the world confident day like I was having the other day. Which is good. I knew this was coming. I believe I even mentioned it. And... and like I did the next night, that, that other commute to work, I I sounded... I think I sounded pretty much like I do now. Kind of tired. Like, I think we had just another mini round of, of not so obvious as it was on that... Whatever I experienced... I think it's still happening below the surface and I'm feeling aftershocks day to day. I think the driver who's in charge is now in charge, but they're still fighting behind the scenes. You know how I said we have a driver in charge, but they have access to all these other drivers that can, you know, give you a boost on the way. There's a couple of those other drivers fighting in the back right now and I, I can sense it. You can imagine they're either in the back of a giant Winnebago or the back of a train. I like the train because I've been talking about the tracks analogy, but that could be transposed to streets or to lanes on a highway like I'm in right now. 
I can easily hit my blinker, switch back and forth. But right now, it feels like I'm, I'm looking for a brand new car. A brand new train, brand new Winnebago, whichever you want. Something with a lot of room in the back so I can figure some shit out. That's what I'm looking for. Just like my family's growing, got two kids, we want more. We need a bigger vehicle. I need a bigger vehicle for my talents. It sounds cheesy and it sounds self-centered, but I need to talk about that, like that about myself sometimes, especially to myself. I mean, I don't have to go walking around looking people in their faces and being like, hey, I'm better than you. No, but I do need to be saying that to myself. I need to be saying, you're better than this. You're better than what you said you are. You're better than anything you thought was possible. And I think that's what I'm getting to. I'm getting, I finally have in my life what I've always wanted as a child. I'm a father. I have a decent, okay job. Like when I grew up, $20 an hour was amazing. I was like, oh my God, $20 an hour. Now I make a little over $20 an hour and it's really not all that great. <laughs> but I have all these things in my life that I've always wanted and I've realized I can do better. I can want more. You've reached a level where you thought you'd never reach and you're like, I can do it. I can, I can, I deserve a little more. I can do better. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not as long as I'm not taken away from someone else. Why can't I get everything I always want? Not hurting anyone else. It's good for me. It's good for my family. There's some things going through my head that how difficult it is to change how you think about yourself. It's probably the most difficult thing I've ever done. And I've done some difficult shit. So that battle's still going on inside, but I think I'm on the winning side. When this sub subsides, I think I might have another day, another bad day in me coming up. I'm sure there's more coming, but they're coming less and less frequent and, and less and less intense. So, like I said, I'm on the other side. I switched over. I told myself in that moment I switched over. Well, I don't know it was a couple weeks ago. Then I switched over. And I have. I am now on the downside of my hill. Now it's up to me to either coast down it and be, you know, a little better off than I was. Or to run down that bitch and get everything I ever wanted. So, let's start trying to get up on my feet. That would have been a good place to stop, I guess, but there's way too much goddamn traffic. And I'm going to be in this vehicle probably for a long time. <laughs> so what are y'all doing? If anyone actually listens to you, or to me, that was weird. Freudian slip there listens to you, talking to myself again. <clears throat> if anyone does listen to me, comment something. I'm just curious. I always said I'd I don't care if anyone listens, but if you do, why not? Why can't we talk? We'll have a dialogue. I'm an open book on most issues. 
do come on in caddy how you doing room over here you thought I wasn't gonna let you in were you thank you for the wave little guy sleeping people are being nice on the freeway uh, I'm in an air-conditioned car I'm not sleeping over there like that guy the homelessness is a big issue I've never seen it so bad. And what do you do about it? I feel bad for them. I've been homeless. That wasn't my my choice. But even if I was an adult and homeless, there's a lot of things that could have happened. I was like one missed paycheck away probably a few times in my life being homeless or or out out of sorts and somehow. And if you don't have a support structure or even a belief in yourself that you'll you'll pick it up it's a hard thing to face so you escape into drugs really bad ones that you can't control and Kevin Smith was he said it a few times he's like whatever you want to do to get high do whatever you want to do have fun enjoy your life but if you can't handle that shit you gotta reevaluate some shit. If you can do meth and be perfectly fine human being without infringing on anyone else's rights whatsoever, go for it. And if there are people on the street doing that, and it's their choice if they want to be on the street doing meth because they can't hold down, as long as they're not hurting anyone, you know, go for it. But that's the thing. Most times they're, they are hurting someone seen it with my own eyes i'm not saying every single person but when meth is involved you'll do anything it's it's a bad one but yeah this guy's just sleeping all over the place it's scary people i know people i grow up with are on the streets right now and this bmw is not letting me in it's okay sir i won't ruin your day you can just let me in front thank you but it's horrible. I mean, what can I do to help them out? Am I willing to risk my, my home and family? No, I love them and I wish the best for them, but I can't bring certain people into my element anymore. And I feel guilty about that, but then again, when I think about the consequences, I don't. When it comes to the safety of my family and my kids, I don't feel bad about that at all. And if they want to push the issue, I'll let them know right away. You are not welcome. So it's... It's just a tough, tough... Thing to face. Something I've been trying to do more lately is... Anything I do, I'm trying to take inventory. And make sure that's the best choice for me at the moment. Even if I don't know if it's the right choice. As long I will evaluate at least what the consequences are. And if the consequences are acceptable, I'm now trying to make better choices. I'm not saying no anymore. I'm not saying, well, that could go bad possibly. And quitting. Now I'm like, how could it go bad? Okay, if it does go that way, what can you do about it? And if it's not so bad, then why not try it? Hence why I'm trying to build skills of whatever it is I'm trying to do. I know I got a story to tell. 
I got a story to tell. I just don't know which story or how to tell it. I've mentioned it before. I don't know if I posted it. I've got stuff I post, I don't post. I don't know. But I feel like things that I repeat during these reflection times are important things because they keep coming up over and over. So there must be something about them. Hold on, I gotta take a picture of my son because he is hilarious right now and I'm stopped on the freeway. Oops, wrong button. This kid passed out. He had a rough day at Kindy. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, things that start to, to I call them they resonate with me things that come up over and over that means they've gone past my radar out of my mind for a little bit because i forgot i said it but then i remember i said it when it comes back so these recurring things are important to pay attention to perspectives looking at a situation from all kinds of different perspectives is the only way to get to the core of what a thing is that keeps coming up over and over being in the moment keeps coming up and up over and over. I need to learn how to meditate comes up over and over, which I'm struggling with. I just keep falling asleep. So I've got to either A, not do it at the end of my day, or B, make an effort to sit up and, and, and be present and try out meditation for real. I think I'm kind of afraid of what I find because I've been going into like little meditative states and getting these epiphanies and... It's kind of scary to see what it would be like if I... I mean, honestly, I should be more excited than anything, but it's kind of scary that... If I give meditation for reals, for reals, a chance that... This guy just stopped on the freeway. That is not safe. Anyway, for reals, give it a chance that I'm going to go deep into something I don't even... I don't know if I'm ready to handle. And that insecurity and that unsureness is what... I think is holding me back. It sounds crazy and it sounds way bigger than it should be and it probably is, but those are the thoughts that come to mind when I try to reflect on why I have a barrier against real meditation. Another thing is yoga. And I think yoga is a hybrid thing for me, a health thing and a when you think about it getting into those poses and being so in tune with your body to to be able to balance and, and get into certain positions is just another way to meditate. Like I said, when I'm working on dishes or doing chores or whatever, that might, I go into a meditative state. That's just a, a thing I'm doing that allows me to go into a, a state I need to go into in order to reflect on things. And yoga is sort of a way to focus the mind on a certain thing. And once you get your mind to a focused point you can explore so I see a lot of things meditation being people are saying meditations about clearing your thoughts and clearing I think people take it away as having zero thoughts but it's not clearing 
your mind has everything to do with seeing clearly seeing the perspectives and the truth of what you're going through clearly the moment you're in there's no fog like the uh, the Toltec people they have the, the fog of the world and when that fog becomes clear is I forgot the word for it but it's there's a certain word for it and that's what it is that's the clear they're talking about that clearing of your mind not being free from thought this allows you to explore your thoughts in a clear environment to see the truth of what's what you're doing and what's going on and that's why I can no longer really believe that I'm not that I'm this terrible person who can't do anything because it doesn't make sense when I'm in that moment and if it doesn't make sense when I'm in that moment I have to admit to myself then it's probably not true and I should stop saying these things about myself Because when I look at myself through those prisms, through those perspectives, it doesn't make sense. You are not a horrible person who can't, who is talentless. You, you have a story. You have things to say. You have valid opinions. And even if people don't agree with you or want to hear them, you're at least not afraid to express them anymore. Me, you, talking to you. See. I'm in another moment where I feel like I'm having a conversation with myself. I really should have taken the other road. This has taken a while. <sighs> anyway. I shouldn't focus on the time that it's taking. I should focus on the thoughts that are happening. That is a good thing with meditation is I don't get hung up on time. And I think that's also why I fall asleep. My son is snoring now. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. I'm still trying to write up my experience about that breakthrough I, I referenced. I could see it almost like a movie. And I was up against this insurmountable thing. And I was like, I'm not going to lose this. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going, oh fuck, I'm not going to win. But I crashed. I got smacked down thought I was going to win, I got smacked down and showed, no, 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 you're not going to win. But it was like in a movie where this good guy gets smacked to the ground and he gets up and smiles and he's like, alright, I see what I'm working with now. That's how I felt. I didn't feel like, oh, I still overstepped my bounds, oh, I'm... I wasn't terrified. I was like, alright, let's do this shit then. I see I got to fight. And I was happy to fight and I felt like a warrior. It was weird to say, but that's what I felt in that moment and then the fight was over like it was a round over like it went back to my corner or if it was like a coliseum i went down below to take a break or something i don't know right now is the time in between fighting whatever that entity was that inner barrier inside me i'm not ready to reface it yet but i know i'm going to beat it when the time comes and i know it's going to be a tough fight and i think that barrier as i was saying earlier was how i see myself not ready to see myself for real for real but I'm really close and I'm excited for when that day comes but so I think that that same battle is having little fights in the back like me and whatever that barrier is or the main event and now the undercards for my 
my lives, my consciousness or whatever are are fighting right now. <laughs> I go through way too many analogies. There's the trains, the cars, and I got a fighting analogy. Well, that's what it felt like. And when I was in my corner or down below or whatever, in that breakthrough is what I was describing in that, that I guess I'll call it a slog, because that's what it is. That's what I want it to be, a slog. I was talking about was that afterwards I was sort of invited into the back with all the, the veteran, I guess, past lives, souls that have been in the driver's seat of my life at different points, and I was able to talk to them all, and, and they were able to congratulate me on my fight, and hey, you missed this one, but the next one, you're going to get them, good job, and it was very welcoming, very warm, it felt unstoppable. But in that moment, I also knew this this feeling right now is not going to last. It's fleeting, but enjoy it. You earned it. And let's see what we got to do to get back here again. It was the first time that I was able to not try to death grip it and hold on to it until it, it gets weird and awkward. <laughs> you know, that guy at a party who's so happy to meet, like his icon that he just holds on to his hand and makes it weird instead of just saying nice to meet you and... and enjoying the fact that he got to meet whoever this person was making it awkward so I, that's the first time I didn't try to hold I tried to hold on to it a little bit I'll be honest but it was the first time I was able to let it go and know that I would have that feeling again I don't have to death grip it because it'll be back and maybe sooner than I think I don't know so all I have to do uh, that's why I told myself I need to just all the things you've been wanting to do and said you can't have can't think of the time blah 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 let's do it make these recordings you know write your book I mean I think starting Tuesday I'm gonna try to oh let's see waking up starting Tuesday I'm gonna try to write one hour a day start small write anything mostly I want to try to focus on writing the book but anything journals article posts anything just an hour straight of writing no YouTube no nothing I'll turn off the internet and just write for an hour maybe I'll post it to keep you know in my blog I'll, that sounds so 90s in my blog the blog I'll just post what I write and hopefully it'll turn into something maybe it'll be the beginning of a book I didn't know I wanted to write or or an essay or who knows just an hour a day and I'll just write it so that's what I'll try Tuesday it's a nice holiday weekend I'm going to get the kids it's Friday have a good weekend and then I'm going to try to do my best at my job don't get down because I'm tired of friggin nights and do my best to be in the moment and make happy choices if I start to get irritated and angry who benefits if I'm going to be angry and snappy at someone what's the point of that no one benefits from that so I need to think about why I'm cranky and start figuring I've been doing that a lot more lately it's trying to figure out why am I irritated and it's really difficult to figure out when you're in that 
sort of mode of thinking. Really difficult. Oh, this guy's coming in. Come on in. The water's fine. Sacramento County. Where is that? September 2nd. Sorry, I'm just reading signs now. But yeah. <sighs> I don't really know what else to say. I'll stop. 25 minutes, holy shit. It took me 25 minutes to go that far. Oh my god. I feel like a stand up. What? With traffic. That's another damn thing. I like. I love stand up. I don't know why. Don't ask. But I've been asking. I've been. Not asking. I've been watching a lot of. Battle rapping. And a lot of stand up comedy lately. And I think Chris Rock said it before. I don't remember who. Maybe Dave Chappelle. But they had a point. There's not much difference between a battle rapper and a stand-up comedian. It's just how they decide to, to share their words. That's the only difference. Like, watch any of old George Carlin stuff. In the 70s, just watch any of those specials. Dude was a, a friggin' battle rapper. The way he... Just watch it. I can't even describe it. George Carlin was a battle rapper. All the big comedians. All the big controversial comedians, I should say. Especially, like, look at Dave Chappelle today. Watch his newest special. He he has so much... That was His last special was a masterpiece on stand-up comedy. The way he just worked the audience by saying the most heinous offensive shit but also explaining it using his self as an example and showing this is why I thought this way and when I really look at it yeah I wasn't right but this is why I thought that way that's what the problem is I own up to what I said and I admit it but let's, let's example let's see the examples of why I may may have thought that way because of how society grooms us to think about certain things. And it's 100% true. He did not say one false thing on there. He's talking about being a... a, a black kid growing up against... Uh, among well-to-do white. So he... He said his parents made enough money so that he could be poor around white people. And I, I relate to that. I, my mom... And my family, they made enough money that I was poor around black people. So I grew up in the ghetto, as people would say. And I, and I was confused about that at first until I met pe black people who weren't raised in the ghetto and realized there's a difference. They were just like all, all the white people that were racist and made fun of people. 
I was getting made fun of for the color of my skin. So a lot of what he said resonated with me. It, it's not a color thing, it's a socioeconomic, honestly. People who grow up privileged with certain things in their life and, and don't have to struggle as much look at everyone else like that must be how they grew up. Why, why are they having so much trouble? It doesn't make sense. Why didn't your dad just buy you a car? I don't get it. What do you mean you had to pay for school? What about student loans? There's people who don't have to worry about that shit, and that's awesome. And I hope my kids don't have to worry about that shit. But when you apply your prism or your perspective to other people's lives, it, that's where shit gets messy. You can't do that. You have to be able to have some self-awareness to look at yourself and be like, okay, I didn't grow up like that. So I can't apply my situation to them. Let me find out how they grew up and why they are do the way, things that they do. <clears throat> but people don't do that. They don't want to see from other perspectives. They just have their own and then put other people down for not being able to live up to whatever they think people should be able to do. Because they, made, they probably were made to feel bad about themselves for thinking differently at some point in their life. And they didn't like it, so they're like, I'm just going to do what everyone else does. And then when I get a chance, when somebody does something different, then I'm going to make fun of them, and then I'll be... It's just a vicious cycle, and it's stupid. So stupid. <sighs> That's what I mean. I see it, and there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do to change... Ignorant, the way ignorant people think. The minute you start arguing with them, there's there's no point. I've tried. They're going to think how they think, and no one's going to change their mind. And So there's no point in trying. So the only thing I can do is just try to be live by example. Try to live my life without judging anyone based on anything. Get their side of the story, and see their side of the story of what's going on and then try to analyze it you know objectively yeah that took way too long so all I can do is just try to treat everyone the same that's all you can do is treat everyone the same. Treat everyone as you want to be treated. It's the golden rule for a reason. It's not a religious thing. It's a life thing. Lead by example. If you don't want to be yelled at, hit, cursed out because of the way you look, don't do that to someone else. That's why angry white people are old and angry right now. It's because they're finally getting that prison turned back on them a little bit and they don't like it. Like this whole Lord Jamar thing with Eminem. Lord Jamar is a black racist. He is angry that Eminem gets all this respect because he was white and what he thinks is a black-only culture. And a lot of people are like, what is wrong with this guy? What is wrong with this guy? But nobody I've seen look at it. No one seems to say the reason he's mad is because he's white. There's a guy on YouTube who did a, a really good 
analysis of all this. Uh, I think I posted it on Facebook or something. I don't know. But he has amazing points of view. And I can't say it as eloquently or as, I don't know, masterfully as Dave Chappelle did or anything. But I feel everyone is entitled to their full potential in every way. Doesn't matter what race, color, creed, any you're all people. And the only reason why some people are held above others is because they were groomed to think that way in society. So when people bring up systematic racism and they use the word systematic racism, I don't think people understand what that means. The reason why you feel weird that I don't know it's just we work it's not as bad as it used to be honestly but when you w- grow up in a certain area with a certain way of thinking and then you get older and now you get get the big boy keys and you can do whatever you want with your life if you got those bad ways of thinking stuck to you you're gonna make bad choices it's just that th- I think you're just gonna make bad choices I think I said something on a, another one that I about systematic racism and how just we're groomed by society to think a certain way about certain people and it's not just black people it's everything men women we have certain ways we think about men women blah 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 that's why transgender is so confusing to people because people tend to look at those type of things with a mirror and they don't see themselves anywhere so if they can't see themselves anywhere in that then that's completely alien to them and they don't get how people can think that way but that doesn't change the fact that there are people that think that way just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist isn't that why what faith is called and that what you want us to believe when the bible belt tells us that the lord says this and that do you think the lord wants us to hate each other kill each other over what's in our pants or what we say is in our pants or what we think we should have been born with or blah blah it doesn't fucking matter it's just a friggin flesh suit that you wear while you're on this world it's it's stupid it's like you're mad at what clothes you got and instead of just flashing that shit like you own it you're gonna feel bad about it and then make other people feel bad about their suits so you don't feel alone it's stupid Fuck your flesh suit and be you. Alright, I gotta get this kid. How many minutes am I at now? 35 minutes? This should not have taken this long. I am still a few minutes away, so I'll just, I guess I'll just keep this going. Fuck your flesh prison, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> You look at my flesh prison, you're like, oh, look at that old white guy with, with no socks on. I bet he mows lawns and, and says, gee golly. <laughs> and I admit, sometimes I do look like that, but that's because that shit's easy. I don't care about flashy clothes. I don't care about my hair. I should care a little more about what my hair looks like, honestly, but that's, that's not important to me. That's not who my flesh suit is, but 
in order to operate in this world where the fresh suits do matter, I probably should, you know, gel up my hair a little bit more often. Fixing my teeth so I won't be so embarrassed about what people see on my face. And I'll be able to show it off more. Fuck your flesh suit. That's all I'm saying. Flesh prison. Flesh prison can't keep a mind like mine. Some of me wants to be a comedian or a battle rapper. I think that's why I brought that up. And I keep laughing at myself when I say battle rapper, but it could happen. <laughs> I see a bunch of nerdy white guys on YouTube who are just killing shit right now. Look up Quadeca. That dude is amazing. But I could also see being a comedian. I, I love telling stories and... and I don't like just jokes. That's why I think I couldn't be a comedian before. Because I'm not all about jokes, jokes, jokes. But after watching Chappelle and Carlin and all that, they're not doing jokes up there. They're doing real life truths in a jokey way. They're making it palatable for a lot of different types of people to come together and see things the same way. That's true stand-up. That's true shit. But you... In that world, you have to have a battle rapper mentality where if someone comes at you, you smack them down using your art and craft, which is whatever it happens to be. But anyway, probably more on that later. It's time to pick up the boba. No. Time is at 4.15 at 37 minutes. Fantastic. All right, see ya.